and we are looking at episode 27 of the Pass It to Patrick podcast. Um, the sports podcast where we just discuss um, everything sports related, NFL, uh, opening weekend, opening weekend, this past weekend. Didn't get to the podcast last weekend, so sorry about that. Uh, wanted by, you know, it was like, it was like Thursday, and by the time it was opening night, I thought about doing the, the, the podcast uh, Friday, but by opening night Thursday, I thought, why would I? Because I have oodles of content from Thursday all the way to Monday night, Tuesday morning, and I'm so glad I waited. I'm so incredibly glad I waited <laughs> because the games, NFL opening weekend did not disappoint everyone. It did not disappoint at all. It was exciting. Tom Brady's back. We're going to get into that a little bit. Um, why I think the Cowboys, you know, that that loss, some people are saying it was a great, you know, loss to take away from it, which is never a good loss. But a lot of people are saying that, like, oh, we showed out and we're actually uh, Super Bowl contenders. But Cowboys fans always say things like that. Also, Tom Brady's back. Um the GOAT. Uh, Chiefs had a great, great Sunday. Uh, they came out winners on top. Broncos win too. My Washington football team lost. Big, big hurt for us. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about them, but um, whether they need Cam or not, because finally we have a storyline that involves Washington and the quarterback situation because Ryan Fitzpatrick is out. And just, you know, the Raiders and Ravens, so many good games. So many good games. Let's go ahead and jump into it then. Let's just go ahead. Dive in. This is the time of year when we don't have a lot of NBA storylines because free agency has died down. Uh, also, baseball is baseball. I, I love baseball, but we don't talk a lot about it on this podcast, mainly because NFL is king. But the true first story that we're just going to dive into, because like the NFL is king, there are fans who are somewhat delusional who think that their team is king and think that they are Super Bowl bound every single year. And I'm talking about none other than the Dallas Cowboys fans. Okay, Dallas, we're going to talk a little bit and we're going to have a heart to heart here. Because the road that the Dallas Cowboys have decided to travel down this past off, you know, it started when they hired Mike McCarthy, if you want to get real about it. But this year, the way they have handled everything is just unprofessional and not good. I'm sorry. The whole Dak uh, injury thing, very coy on it. Uh, Jerry's always talking. Mike McCarthy started talking. Um, Dak wants to play preseason. There's. It seems like there's always that major storyline in Dallas. And rightfully so. They're one of the biggest organizations, one of the, you know, biggest brands in sports alone, not just NFL. But Cowboys fans, let's get real here. And let's just, you know, let's look at some of this from the game. Because we're just going to go right to the right to the meat of it. Um, Ezekiel Elliott was 11 carries, 33 yards, no TDs. I'm, I'm sorry, that's not an elite running back. Fantasy owners, the only, the honestly only bright side of this game was Dak for them. 
because Dak showed out 42 of 58, uh, 400 yards. They made up for no preseason games, um, three TDs, uh, one interception. But uh, Ezekiel Elliott, I think, I think he's done. I'm sorry. I think, I've, I think it would be time to consider Ezekiel Elliott not the superstar he once was. Uh, Mari Cooper's still a superstar, a lot of good players, but we have been over this before, and other sports uh, media has talked about this, that the Cowboys are too top-heavy. There's just not enough depth there. And the, the Buccaneers have oodles of depth. I mean, Tom Brady threw the ball 50 times. I mean, both of these guys, <laughs> they balled out. But the biggest thing the Cowboys fans keep telling themselves every single year is, oh, this is the year because, you know, Dak looks better. We signed Dak. We signed Ezekiel Elliott. We signed Amari Cooper. You're almost saying by signing these guys to major contracts that that automatically makes you a Super Bowl contender. No, it makes you top-heavy in the NFL. You need depth. Depth is not overrated. It's just not. The Buccaneers brought back everyone, and they have crazy depth. Now, I did like what I saw from Micah Pearson. Um, you know, that was a good pick, in my opinion. C.D. Lamb is a baller. Don't get me wrong. All I'm saying here is, Cowboys fans, you got to come back down to earth. You know, the def- they are better than they were last year. I'll give you that. I think they're better. But one injury away, and they're right back to where they were. And, you know, I picked Tampa to win this game. Uh, a lot of people did. It wasn't that much of a shocker. You know, Tom Brady balled out. Leonard Fournette had a decent game. Not great. But Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. <laughs> I mean, they might they might have started double-teaming Mike Evans. But those guys, those two guys. Uh, Antonio Brown was five receptions, uh, 121 yards, one TD. Uh, Chris Godwin, nine receptions, 105 yards, uh, one TD. So those guys had a great game. Uh, but Cowboys, Cowboys fans... I'm not just saying this because I'm a Washington fan, but please just come back down to earth. Please. <laughs> All right. So that was Thursday, and that was my that was my initial thoughts of what I saw Thursday. And the rest of the NFL was just nonstop from there. We had the Eagles, you know, blowing out the Falcons, which was crazy to me. <laughs> just just ludicrous. I thought they were going to be the most dysfunctional thing going into this year. Devontae Smith looked good, Jalen Hurts, and let's just be real, I was wrong on a lot of my predictions. <laughs> I don't know how many I predicted wrong uh, or right, um, but maybe I'll go back and look at that. But Steelers had a good win, Ben Roethlisberger balled out, 23-16, they beat the Bills. Um, Lions put up a fight, man. Jared Goff, he ain't no scrub. Lions put up a good fight. The interesting thing is, um, I think the Lions could be pretty good this year um they are the Lions though so you know we'll see but Jared Goff could be that bright spot for them Cardinals of course the Cardinals um Kyler Murray four TDs the guy was running around like you know he was Bo Jackson in the video game on unstoppable he just he just messes with guys behind the line uh it's pretty great uh Seahawks versus Colts Seahawks win I don't know if you've seen this trend everyone but the NFL has a lot of these quarterbacks. It is such a passing league now. I mean, you can just tell. Four touchdowns here, four touchdowns there, four touchdowns here. Uh, so, 
I, that's the main storyline anyway. We've just kind of been going down some games. The main storyline is the Cowboys fans, you know, they they really need to come back down to earth. But, you know, we're going to talk about Washington a little bit, which I'm excited to finally talk about my football team. I am finally ready to get into this because Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt and Tyler Heineke had to come in and play, which I thought Tyler Heineke did a good job coming in. I thought he was, you know, moved the ball good, decently, 11 of 15, 122, uh, one TD. I think he did pretty good. He had a rating of 119.3. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I was high on Ryan Fitzpatrick. I really, really thought he was going to come out and, you know, be that next step for quarterback because yeah it's it's Ryan Fitzpatrick but you know he isn't bad he isn't great Antonio Gibson was a huge bright spot for us uh, so he did good um here's the deal uh we need Cam I I'm 100% believer in we need Cam Newton we we do because we need that x factor quarterback and we can't put all the pressure on our defense you know, this year, we did a good job of holding, you know, the electric uh, chargers, you know, great passing offense by them. We did a good job there. We really did. Uh, I don't think we did a bad job holding them, but it's just such, you know, that team took a blow when we lost Ryan Fitzpatrick and they placed him on IR. So he's not coming back anytime soon, but this is what happens. Let's just be real here. I believe 100% we should have brought in another guy to compete against Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Any more in this day and age with quarterbacks and who's like your guy, who's not your guy, you really need a couple options there that are going to be good. And for the backup role, I like Tyler Heineke. I don't think he's a starter. I think they're going to go with him. I think they should bring in Cam Newton. That's just my opinion. Again, that's the fan in me. Who knows what happened between him and Ron Rivera? Because Ron obviously doesn't want Cam there. And Cam Newton's a big personality, don't get me wrong. But Ron Rivera obviously has something uh, against Cam Newton, or Cam Newton has something against him. I think they're friends. I don't know necessarily how much they did gel in Carolina. So it's hard to say what happened with them. But I I don't fully trust Heineke. Maybe he'll prove me wrong, but I think he's just going to be a good game manager. Um, that's just my opinion on him. So that's Washington. You know, we're we're going to see uh, what happens. Um, they play the Giants, I believe, Thursday night. So that's a big game, big telling game. You know, the next game that we're going to talk about a little bit, because this was honestly a huge matchup, and I'm surprised that they were scheduled to play each other uh, this soon. But the New York uh, Jets played the uh, Carolina Panthers, and Sam Darnold got his revenge. He got his revenge. Now, I was impressed with how Sam Darnold played. Because this is what we kind of knew about Sam Darnold. Uh, He was a baller, but he was on the New York Jets. So, like, even though Sam Darnold is a baller, he was on the most dysfunctional organization in the league, at least last year. They may have turned their act around because they didn't look bad. Zach Wilson was 20 of 37, two TDs, one interception, uh, rating 82.9. Not great, but, you know, good. Good game for a rookie quarterback uh, with the New York Jets. Sam Darnold, though, 24-35, 279 yards, uh, 1 TD, 102 rating. So I, I think Carolina's going to be better than a lot of people are, are saying this year. And really, all these games, the rookies, 
the quarterbacks. There was just so much to this weekend. I kicked back and I just watched football. That's what I kind of wanted to keep today's episode just kind of loose and free, just kind of talking about the NFL and, and all the the little storylines because there's a couple major storylines, but there's just a lot of gems in each of these games that we can take away. Uh, Jacksonville, Ugh, Jacksonville versus the Houston Texans, and my God, the Houston Texans. I mean, Texans fans, y'all just came out and shocked me. 37 to 21? What the? And Tyrod Taylor? Mark Ingram had a good game, too? Um, I think I picked the Jags to win this game from last week, and I was wrong there. Even though Trevor Lawrence, they, this is what I'm talking about. Trevor Lawrence and a lot of these other quarterbacks in the league, this seems to be a trend this year. Let these guys throw, let them cut loose, and push the ball down the field. Um, because a lot of these quarterbacks had high TDs and over 50 attempts at throwing the ball for a lot of teams. Trevor Lawrence, though, 28-51, 332 yards, 3 TDs, 3 interceptions, 70.1 rating. You know what? The Jags are going to be an up-and-down team this year. We just know that. We just know that. Um, they're going to show some glimpses of hope, you know. But overall, this game was one of the most shocking to me. I sat there with my... Uh, jaw open about how the Houston Texans just dominated uh, the Jags (laughs) and I mean the Jags put up points but it it was it was the Houston Texans game let's get into a game with (laughs) this game is very interesting because the Browns played the Chiefs Browns played the Chiefs everyone and so many people had the Browns picked they really did they picked the Browns going into Arrowhead and shocking Arrowhead uh, and that crowd in winning that game. I didn't. I picked the Chiefs because I was sitting there watching the game. And this is the difference between Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield. I'm so sorry, Cleveland. I'm so sorry. Don't let fear dominate and dictate what you do. Because I know you want to sign Baker Mayfield to a huge contract, extend him five years. He's our guy. But this is the difference. This right here is what we talk about with quarterbacks and, you know, the next level quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield, 21 of 28, 321 yards, no touchdowns, one interception, 97 uh, rating. That's great. It's great, great quarterback performance. Game manager, you know, if you're if you're looking at game manager, great performance. No TDs kind of in one interception, but, you know, he managed the game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 27 to 36, 337 yards. Three TDs, no interceptions, a rating of 131.4. That's the difference, everyone. And yes, Patrick Mahomes has weapons. Yes, he does. And, you know, but the Browns have weapons, too. You can't sit there and say the Browns don't have weapons because uh, they got one of the best offense or rosters in the league. Better than the Chiefs, uh, some will argue. That throw to Tyreek Hill, just throw it downfield, that was an awesome throw. Chiefs fans... It's exciting to be a Chiefs fan right now. Um, But this is what I'm talking about. The fear from the Browns organizations because the Browns know they can go right back to losing. Just like that. They can go back to being the Browns. And I think that loss was eye-opening. We talked about how um, Cowboys fans are somewhat delusional on, you know, each year they're the Super Bowl team. Uh, The Browns fans are constantly in their heads questioning each game are we still the browns or are we you know an elite team 
There's that up and down that's always going on if you're a Browns fan. You know, I'm a Washington fan, so I get that a little bit, but not to the extent of the Browns. Uh, All I got to say to Browns fans and the Browns organization, do not, do not let fear of the past dictate what you do in the future. Just don't. Just don't. You're a good team. Baker's contract. And I think that's why they haven't re-signed him because they know they got to win this year because Baker, they're going to have to pay Baker. And once you get these guys, we've seen the trend of them winning. Win when the quarterback isn't getting paid. That's what the Chiefs have done. You know, that's what the Bills are doing. Or that's what the Bills did. They they made a good run last year. Like, they're doing winning. They're showing that they can win, you know, before they pay these guys. Get a quarterback, play him four years, have a team around him. So, you know what? The Browns, I hope they do better next week. I hope they do. But, you know, I'm not... Not crazy, uh, hopeful. The Dolphins versus the Patriots, they pulled out the win. Great game. And we have the Packers versus the Saints. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what happened. I have no idea what happened. I mean, I know that James Winston balled out. I'm watching that game, and I was just, my mouth hit the ground. Again, a lot of games that just shocked me. Aaron Rodgers had a rating of 36.8. Oof. Jordan Love had a better rating. <laughs> Jameis Winston, uh, that guy, he's deadly this year. I think the Saints are going to be deadly. 3-38, to 38, are you kidding me? I mean, Alvin Kamara had a great game. Uh, Devontae Adams, I, I just think Aaron Rodgers, this might be it. This is the last dance. <laughs> you know, he held his team at gunpoint, and... Some would say this is kind of what you get. But I I can't believe the Packers lost by that much. Jameis Winston, though, guy's an animal. Broncos beat the Giants. Great game. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater looked good. Uh, The Giants are the Giants. Bears and the Rams. Um, Rams pulled out the win. Stafford, the hype hype isn't fake. Stafford, you know, he pulled it out. He won. Uh, he He is pretty much elite. Like, the Bears didn't look bad. They put Justin Fields in for a little bit. Uh, but Matthew Stafford had that rating of a 156, one of the best ratings this past uh, weekend of football. So I, I think the Browns are, or the, excuse me, the Bears, they're going to go right in and start Fields within a few weeks. I think that's where they're at. Um, they're going to have to. And last night, the Raiders. This is kind of a put up or shut up year for the Raiders. Ravens and Raiders. Derek Carr played great. 435 yards, everyone. I mean, the rating wasn't crazy good, but Lamar Jackson had a good game too, 98 rating. But uh, this is this is a big year for Raiders and Raiders fans. You guys got a lot to prove this year uh, because this has been a slow burn for the Raiders. Definitely a slow burn. And that wrapped up, uh, you know, kind of week one. A lot of, lot of great games. Sat there watching. I'm glad football's back. You know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a shocking thing, surreal thing that the league has changed so much to a passing league within the last few years. I mean, these guys, you're throwing the ball way more than you ever have. <laughs> and I didn't really get into it, but Jalen Hurts. Um, I think Jalen Hurts could be the guy in Philadelphia because the Eagles shocked me. Maybe they do have something there. 
So, you know, that's that's kind of my uh it's kind of my player of the week, honestly, because he came out and balled out. So good for you, Jalen Hurts. Week two, everyone. Week two is coming up. Now I'm debating whether to uh do another show this week just to do my predictions. I think I might do that. Because, you know, I wanna I wanna really dive into the predictions of week two before they happen. So Week two is going to be an interesting week. I can't remember what my win percentage to my loss percentage was. I'm going to have to go back and look at that, you know. But we didn't really talk about this, um, so I'm going to kind of just jump in and get to it. Josh Allen and the Bills lose to the Steelers. That was a huge loss uh, for them. The Steelers, they trailed 10-0 at halftime. They came back and showed what they're made of. Uh, Juju, of course, letting everyone know, hey, the Steelers are back. <laughs> uh, hopefully he doesn't go dancing on their logos. I think that's kind of a curse. You know, another thing that I kind of want to talk about is the hate for Tua. Because Tua, you know, people were saying he wasn't clutch. You know, so the the Dolphins came out, and I think I picked the Patriots to win this game. The Dolphins came out and beat the Patriots. And Tua Tungviola, uh he did a good job of game managing it, actually. I think I think they were smart to just stick with Tua. There was all the rumors of Deshaun Watson, where Deshaun's going to go. Uh, there was rumors of the Dolphins. But another great storyline is that Tua kind of managed the game and got the win. Mac Jones, though, he showed that he's the next guy in the uh, that locker room for the Patriots. But I'd say the number one power team coming out of this week, and we just talked about it, the number one power team is still the Chiefs, followed by the Buccaneers, followed by the Rams. I'm not going to say that the Rams are any lower than three. I think they're going to make a great push this year. I just do. The Bills kind of dropped off my power rankings somewhat. Uh, But, you know, we're going to kind of go through my power rankings after week one. And I'm just going to tell you guys where I think that these teams have landed. So starting out, like I just said, Kansas City won, showed a great, uh, great poise. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Two is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Three is the Los Angeles Rams. All right. Uh, four would be the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks, because I think Russell Wilson showed out. Uh, number five is the, uh, even though they took a loss, they're moving down to five is the uh, Cleveland Browns. Six is the Buffalo Bills. I have Pittsburgh Steelers at seven. That's right. Pittsburgh Steelers at seven. I think they're going to be really good. The Saints are at eight. For me, the Jameis Winston uh, showed out. Uh, and then um, the San Francisco 49ers are nine. The Baltimore Ravens come in at ten. They just they showed that they're still a top team. Uh, in the league with Lamar Jackson. Uh, the Green Bay... Oh, sorry, excuse me. I'm getting these mixed up. The Arizona Cardinals are 11th. So they moved up a little bit. They moved ahead the Green Bay Packers. They're going down to 12. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with them. They need to fix some stuff out. Or figure some stuff out, excuse me. Uh, but, you know, they could be better. The Los Angeles Chargers are 13th. The Dallas Cowboys are 14th. Uh, Dallas Cowboys moved down a little bit. Uh, Miami Dolphins are 15th for me. Uh, the New England Patriots are 16th, while I'm moving the Colts down uh, to 17. 18 is the Los Angeles Raiders. Okay, they played awesome 
That team is underrated. Derek Carr, I think they're going to give that division a lot of trouble. 19 is the Tennessee Titans. You know, they they got some good players. Um, I just think, you know, they're kind of stuck in neutral. They're 19th for me. Philadelphia Eagles are 20th. You know, they 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 moved up, man. They moved up. Denver's 21st. It kills me to say this, but Washington is 22nd on my list. They're they're way back there. I just I just think they have a lot to figure out now. A quarterback, they're moving down. 23rd uh, for me is the Cincinnati Bengals. They played great. Uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase uh, showing some connection there. 24th is the Carolina Panthers. So, you know, they got Sam Darnold. So we'll see what happens. Minnesota Vikings, um, they're, they're not really what I thought they would be. Um, they're at 25th. Chicago Bears are 26th for me. 27 is Atlanta. Even though they got Kyle Pitts, they really need to utilize him uh, pretty well. Houston's 28th. Uh, they moved up for me uh, while the uh, New York Giants are 29th. My 30th team on my power rankings is the Detroit Lions. That's right. Detroit played great. They're my 30th team. Uh, number 31 is the New York Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson showed out a little bit. Um, but, you know, they're they're still at the bottom. Uh, Jacksonville's 32. They're the last team. Uh, just because they got that rookie coach and they got Trevor Lawrence, which Trevor Lawrence is a baller. But, you know, they still got a lot to figure out. First year, rookie coach, you know, rookie quarterback same with the Jets really that's why they're kind of lower on my list right there just because rookie quarterback rookie coach so that's my top power rankings this week honestly I just wanted to run through that and kind of give you guys an update of where I stand uh, just because there's a lot of changes in there of uh, kind of my perspective we're, we're going to change week to week and we're going to try and be very fluid when it comes to who's on the top and who's not on the top but Kansas City the biggest takeaways are Cowboys fans, don't be so delusional. <laughs> Browns fans, don't live in fear. And Kansas City and Tampa Bay are on top. That's like the biggest thing I can take away from this episode uh, that people can take away. Just those are the three major storylines of what I believe this week showed. You know, it showed a lot of great games. It showed that the NFL has just embraced that it's a passing league. Um, 100%. It showed that Jameis Winston's eye surgery, he was not lying, that he can see better. <laughs> uh, that was a storyline. He's not lying. That guy can see uh, extremely well now. Um, Saints are very lucky. If they would send him to Washington, I would I would not hate it, man. I would just not hate it if they'd, uh, they'd just pack him up and ship him to Washington. You know, and we didn't really get into it, but there's a lot of college football. There's a lot of college football Saturday. We I just sat back and it was it was an awesome weekend for sports really. There was a slew of games, slew of uh, awesome moments. You know the the injuries. I noticed this Thursday night and in leading into the rest of the games on the weekend, the the injuries in the NFL were not as bad as I was thinking because a lot of stars didn't play in the preseason. But I guess that's what you know we had been hearing that younger younger coaches were not going to play their guys. Um, older coaches were going to play. We saw that, but really I think both methods somewhat work. 
I, I just do. There, there's no doubt slew of teams ready, poised to make a run. Um, we're going to keep up on all these storylines and hopefully Packers fans, I guess that's something else you could take away from this week's podcast. Uh, shut up or put up for Aaron Rodgers. You know, last dance, yeah, whatever. You got to put up more than three points, Aaron. Come on. Uh, I think uh, they will bounce back this next week. But I'm going to do another episode. Uh, I'm going to do it before the game kicks off Thursday because I I 100% want to break down this next week of games and pick who I have winning versus who I have don't. So let's just break that down, and I might just look it up one second. Okay, I just looked it up. I'm 9-7. I'm 9-7. I'll take that. I'll take that. First week predictions, 9-7. I don't think that's too bad. I feel really good about that, everyone. (laughs) I didn't, you know, I'm above 500. So I predicted some of the scores, actually, really closely. So, hey, we'll keep it going. This will be a regular segment here. Um, if I can keep this winning streak up, you know, I'm not really into fantasy football. I don't do too much of that. I play Madden like crazy though. That's just a little fact about me. I play a lot of Madden. It's how I keep up on a lot of the roster moves actually. <laughs> but week one, nine, seven, I'll take it. A lot of great games. Game kicking off the week next week is Washington at the Giants. So we'll see. We'll see. I uh, definitely want to, uh, get into that game. We'll get into it before Thursday night, everyone. So expect another episode drop uh, this week. But thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast. This has been Pass It to Patrick. Um, Please subscribe. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Twitter. And just uh, ask me any questions. Tell me how the podcast is doing. It would be amazing if you could leave a review. Um, Five stars if if you feel like it. If you don't, that's fine. But everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, Can't wait to catch you again this week with another episode. Uh, Keep on the lookout for it. And uh, have a good one, everyone.